Brian Talks to Humans, a people's podcast about everyday people. In this Corona cast, I talk to Christopher. He's another podcaster that I met in the Facebook podcast group. We discuss the current situation with the COVID crisis and a little bit about his podcast before getting back to how we want the world to look after the crisis is over. His podcast is called the From Where I Sit podcast, and you'll hear a link to find the episodes in our conversation. Okay, here's the conversation with me and Christopher. Enjoy. Okay, so Christopher, thanks for coming on. In general, given the conditions that we're in with the pandemic and the crisis and all that, how are you holding up? I'm holding up okay. I thought I would have a bit more trouble when this whole thing started. I'm usually a bit more reserved, a bit more introverted, and I thought there would be a bit more of a transition, I guess, when it all happened, but I am doing okay at the moment. Right on. Yeah, I'm definitely an introvert. In some ways, I feel like I've been preparing for this for a long time, you know? <laughs> not going out and not seeing people, though, works for me, you know? Yeah, but I, what I find interesting is that I, as much of an introvert and as much as I say I don't need people or don't want people around, the, I, I kind of need that option of seeing them on a day-to-day basis more than I thought I did. Mm. It's just... Um, like, I, I believe more so of moving through life as an individual as opposed to a group. So the idea of just going out and about and moving through the people does more f- did more for me than I thought it did mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. And uh, you're in Brooklyn, correct? Yes, I am. All right. How long you been there? Uh, all my life. Right on. Life. Uh, born and raised. Right on. How, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how, about how old are you? I am the nice, ripe old age of 40. Oh, right. You're wearing it well. I only, got two, I only got two years on you. You look a lot better than I do. Uh, you know, I, I try to have uh, good skincare routines. Um, it's definitely not my diet. I eat like, I eat like a raccoon, but uh, <laughs> it, it happens. Um, I have good genetics, too, so I'm lucky. So what's the um, what's the work situation? Uh, do you, are you working? Did you uh, lose a job? Are you working from home? What's going on? I'm in between things right now, uh, but mostly freelance stuff. Um, I used to do merchandising, where you go to retail stores and you know help out on on a small time basis. You know whether it be a, a small project here, small project there, or something that takes three days. Mm. I, I used to do that, but now I'm kind of just in between things. I know a lot of folks during this time, you know, are dealing with this in different ways. Some people are really diving into like making a schedule for themselves. Some people are really diving into maybe pulling back from that and relaxing. Some people, you know, unfortunately, depression and anxiety is either, you know, manifesting or getting worse or that sort of thing. What are you doing as far as like mental health, self-care, that that sort of situation? I try to stay relaxed I try to keep myself not necessarily busy but just occupied like mentally occupied I don't I don't try to think too much of the current situation overall mm-hmm. I try not to dig too heavy into the news because the news uh the news is full of triggers mm-hmm. uh, whether good or bad so I, I don't want to 
stay too focused on those. Mm. Um, so I, you know, I talk with my friends, you know, text messages, you know, FaceTime calls, you know, just random conversations here and there. I get out every once in a while just to get some fresh air. Mm. There's something, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but there are times when I go out and it feels like the air is harsh. I don't, I don't know if it's something I, that I just feel or like maybe even when I breathe in, the air just feels harsher as I go out to just do random errands or just go to the supermarket real quick and come back or, or take a trip somewhere and just come right back. So I, I've noticed that as I'm out and about. I've been doing other things uh, regarding my podcast in terms of just I guess thinking of a plan or thinking of a release schedule for a lot of the stuff that I have on backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to the stimulus check, I have done a little bit of uh, shopping for podcast related items. Uh, one of the things just came in the mail this morning. Um, I got a, a new microphone that I got to try out over the weekend. Anything else that I do? Shockingly, I, I have a, a video game system, but I haven't played it. Um, mm. That's weird. Normally, I would. This would probably be the perfect time to just go game heavy, but I haven't done that. I watch a lot of YouTube, talk to my family. I try to just keep it as even keeled as possible. I don't have much of a schedule. I have. I sort of live like that vampire lifestyle sometimes, where it's just nighttime only. Mm. Uh, but then it's sometimes just. Some days I'm just up at six a.m. and I'm just like I'm wired for the rest of the day. I'm like, God damn it, you know, I, I can't. I can't go back to sleep. I'm just going to have to be up. And then I just, you know, deal with the day as it goes. But there's, there's no real set schedule uh, like it, there was before this happened. Mm. Yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I know some people are, I think, how can I put it? They're so used to being busy bees and trying to focus on being productive and measuring their value that way that they're having trouble adjusting uh, to this. But it sounds like Sounds like you're 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 doing all right. I mean, because I've also noticed that there's a focus on mental health now, and I feel like I had a bit of a handle on that beforehand. Mm. I just, like mental health is a big thing for me, even if even if it wasn't a big thing for the rest of the the state, rest of the country. It was always something I kind of paid attention to. So for me, managing that is is something I'm kind of okay with. It's just that I feel like a lot of people now during this pandemic, they're not ready. Mm. And I know, and I kind of think this uh, movement to get back to work is an example of that. For sure. Yeah. I have, um, I, I live with mental health issues for years and uh, in some ways that, that it's like preparing me for that. Cause I, I'm, I'm self-aware and I, I know what to look out for and I can, Oh, like, Oh, this has happened. It's pushing that button. I better, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And, you got people who to thunk. You got people protesting. Let me go back to work. <laughs> I miss my boss. <laughs> yeah, and there and there are some people that are coming to um, you know state and city buildings, strapped to, and armed up to the teeth. Yes, they want to go back to work, and that, yeah, yeah, that's wild to me. Well, and and I mean, you know, I I invite whatever uh, discussion you want to have about about you know this sort of thing or, or don't want to have about it. But, you know, I, you know, just to see something like, you know, the, 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 the race of the protesters matter a lot of, and how they get treated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, we always have to have that bit of nuance when it comes to that. 
like I, I know what you see on video and a lot of the clips that circulate, there's just a particular singular race that you see. I know that there are minority races that are just in that same mindset as well. You, they may not have the same notoriety via photo or video. I know, I, but you know that they're there as well. Like there are, there are people that are in that, I don't want to call it a Republican mindset, but that, you know, make America great again mindset. You know, they've got the merchandise, they've got the shirts that say, you know, reelect him, reelect Trump. They're there too. But uh, it it is interesting to see how they're, how that particular group of people is treated uh, via the police versus other movements in the past and how they've been treated by police Mm -hmm. or how they've been responded to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's interesting and I, I guess especially with the with the fact that you're walking up to a a federal building or a state building with like a fully loaded rifle like you know tactical gear mm-hmm. you know, camouflage stuff like that and the police themselves are not prepared to meet them just in case things go left like they're not strapped up in riot gear they're not strapped up with the tactical stuff there's no tanks on site there's no I'm not I'm not saying that you have to assume the worst case scenario, but they're not even prepared for worst case scenario if said things go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's worrisome to me. Yeah, no, that 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 is very true. Yeah, you don't see them with the vest and the shields and in general where where you're at, what's and the people you talk to in your social circles, whether it's your friends or your community or, or that sort of thing, uh, are 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 they more in the camp of like, well, you know, sucks, but we got to do what we got to do and keep safe. Or are, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing more of the, the let's, let's get back and reopen things crowd. I've got a few people who are, they're just kind of over the idea of COVID-19. But a lot of the people I speak to are more about let's, you know, safety over reopening. Mm -hmm. Um, They, they're more into the idea of trying to nip this in the bud versus you know forcing the issue for the sake of you know making money and at least, or making the economy money we'll say mm-hmm. that much mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah i know that there a lot of them have certain difficulties now you know the money's not coming in uh as smoothly for a lot of them but i think i think the focus for them is more so you know like i said fixing what the problem is versus rushing back um, to get back to work. Mm, that's good. You're, you're in the hot spot pretty much. I mean, you're in, you're in New York, you know, and yeah. uh, that's, that's been, I think New Jersey might've just edged ahead the last couple of days in cases or, or whatever, but you know, for, for a while there, you know, that was the global hotspot was, was New York city. And it's certainly coming down on, some neighborhoods more than others let's just say you know in in places like in big cities so what's it like for you to to be in the the global hotspot are you is there like an extra sort of like worry about catching and the 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 virus or are you just kind of like well you know i gotta do what i gotta do and i and nothing i can control you know yeah i mean there's the the circumstances that i'm in i can't really control i guess because i'm in the hotspot i don't really know that it is one sort of it's i guess you sort of like the eye of the storm you don't you don't really see the damage so much because 
there there isn't any sense of extra precaution in this city versus other cities. Like I'm still wearing the same masks. Um, I see people, you know, they've got face shields, they've got masks, they've got gloves, they do the whole thing. But I also still see a lot of people not adhering to six feet. Um, you know, you've got people hanging out in front of bodegas and, you know, there isn't that sense of we have to adhere to the rules to save ourselves. It's just more like, ah, you know, you know, life is on pause. We'll just, some of us are hanging out. Some of us are taking it serious. Uh, you got a lot of people jogging. It, it, it doesn't just, there isn't this feeling or an energy floating through the air. That's like, Oh, we have to be on eggshells. Mm. I think people are just, they're living their lives as they, you know, they probably will during this pandemic time. But I think it's, I think the numbers is something more for everyone else versus everyone who lives here in the city. So your podcast, let's talk about that a bit. What's the name of it and where can we find it? And, um, you know, if, if someone asked you to describe it, what would you say? Okay. Uh, the name of it is uh, From Where I Sit. Uh, well, the From Where I Sit podcast. You can find it on a multitude of platforms, but I have it all under my link is it's a link tree link for right now. I'm working on getting a website, but uh link tree L I N K T R dot E E slash F W I S P C T. Um, it's on anchor primarily, but I'm also on Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple, uh, Pandora breaker, you know, any of those other apps that you can get a podcast on. My podcast is, it started out with me and the things that I'm interested in. You know, I just felt like I wanted to talk about stuff that I liked. But then I'd say around January, I started veering more toward uh, conversations and interviews. So now I think my, my area is, I just want to talk to a lot of people about a lot of topics um, and learn more about them. So I have conversations to find out how different we all are, yet how the same we all tend to be. Hmm. In in these conversations, what are are there? What are some of the the similarities that you see that we we seem to a lot of us seem to be sharing? It just depends on the topic, but it, there are times when you know you. You think that you might have a certain quirk or a thing that you only you would like, and then you find out, you know, somebody halfway across the world likes the same exact thing you like. Mm. You know, they like their hamburgers prefer, prepared the same way you do. Uh, they like a certain band you like. They like a certain movie you like. And it's just connecting those dots going forward, and it's just an interesting connection that you can have because they may have a completely different lifestyle than you do. Like, um, I'm trying to think of one of the conversations I had. A friend of mine, uh, she is currently in South America. She was born in the United Kingdom, UK, but she's currently in South America. She lives a life where she wants to be a, a captain of a boat at some point in her life. You know, she's got two kids. She's divorced, but... You know, they have like a co-parenting thing. Um, she's a best-selling author. She does a lot of seminars about, you know, uh, she's a health, uh, not a health coach. She is a coach to help people 
get their lives on track. And she lives, she lives her life completely different than I do. But when we get together and talk, we have a lot more similarities. And I, I, I find like this platform of having a podcast allows you to make connections like those mm. that you wouldn't normally make, let's say in your day-to-day life. Like considering I'm an introvert, you're an introvert, you may not necessarily reach out to every person that you see on a daily basis, you know, that may look interesting to you. You may just notice that person like, okay, you know, so-and-so has a cool outfit. So-and-so has a cool jacket, cool accessory. You make a mental note of interest move through your day. But my platform allows me to make connections based off of small things like that. So a couple of recent episodes, you were talking about uh, a TV series, Ozark, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I also do that too. I, I try to uh, do some reviews of, you know, things that, well, Ozark is mildly popular right now. I, I kind of want to dig into some other TV shows that I may have missed. But yeah, I, I did I did tear into Ozark for three seasons. Yeah. I, I, I dig the commitment to binge through and, and do episodes about it. Tell me about the, uh, I think uh, you had a, a series of episodes about creatives. Tell me about that. Uh, those are ongoing, actually. Uh, there's way more coming. Uh, I have to start editing one where I talk to a voiceover artist in Toronto, Canada. But the creative series was what got me into having these conversations. I decided to take a leap of faith. And instead of just talking to people in my circle, I threw out, I threw out a couple questions in some Facebook groups to talk to creative minded people and, and find out their process and, you know, pick their brains to see how, how they do things. Like what's, are they their worst critic? Uh, you know, how hard are they on their own products? Like what's the editing process? Like what's it like creating and tearing things down? Um, that sort of thing. Um, so that started, I mean, I did the recordings late last year, but the first episode came out January 1st. Mm. So I did six episodes of those and I thought I was just going to transition to something else. Um, I, I was still going to talk to people, but I felt it was going to be in a different pathway. I was, I'd hooked up with somebody who was uh, steering people toward me to, you know, I was talking more to celebrity types, you know, uh, maybe not necessarily, you know, Mel Gibson or, you know, uh, Brad Pitt or anything, but it was just like people who were in Hollywood or or on TV or other popular personalities to that degree. But then the post that I had put up for creative people, some other people started responding to it again. So I was like, oh, I guess I have to go back to this now. So <laughs> it seems like the uh, like the, the call has been made uh, out in the universe. So therefore, uh, more, more creative people wanted to talk. So I, you know, I took down the list. So then now I'm talking to more and more creative people um, as I go forward. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do on the creative series. Yeah, that's, that's really cool, you know, for me. As somebody who claims to be very uncreative you know when when people are very creative i'm fascinated by their inspiration and their process and like you said you know being their harshest critic and and that sort of thing uh, i need to I, I listened to a little bit of a couple episodes i need to dig into that a little more so it sounds like you cover a lot of ground with the podcast there's a lot of um a lot of different topics that you touch on yeah i i like a lot of things i can't 
I guess this is the one thing for me with podcasting that I, I know I'm sort of going against the grain on. A lot of the times the advice is to just drill down on one specific thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that. I have too many interests. I can't, I can't be a, I can't be a specialist in this space mm-hmm. because I like too many things. I like sports. I like wrestling. I like rap music. I like, uh, movies, music, uh, food. And I kind of want to talk about all, all of it. Fashion. Like I have, even if my interest isn't that deep, I still kind of want to say my piece about it wherever I can. Um, I'm interested in pop culture. I'm interested in laughing debates, you know, travel. Like I, I have ideas, you know, like on, sh- on sheets of paper next to me. Like I had an idea of, I actually had a plan in January where I did day trips uh, during the month of January to, I was going to go to four different cities. I only made it to two, but those two, I could then have a, a podcast about doing day trips, mm. you know, what's it like to do a day trip, you know, what's it like to do a day trip as a tall person, you know, cause I'm over six feet. Uh, <laughs> like there, there are some limitations, but, but, you know, just the, the idea of that, you know, people don't think that they can take day trips or, you know, give them an idea that they can't, that, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I have too many interests to just stay limited to like, Oh, I, and there's no knock against anybody who is, singularly focused on like you know let's talk about hauntings or let's talk about knitting and crocheting or let's talk about criminal justice or let's just talk race that's that's fine mm-hmm. i i can add my two cents here and there depending on whatever that topic may be but i i can't stay singularly focused on that one thing i want to talk about as much as possible yeah i i dig that i i kind of have a, a similar approach i mean it's a, it's an interview based thing that i do but by its very nature by interviewing a lot of people who i find interesting or trying to find the interesting things about people i don't know all sorts of things are going to come up you know i i was thinking about like i'm i'm pretty far left with politics so like i was thinking about let's do something about you know like socialism i'm a teacher maybe i'll do something about education you know that, that's sort of, right and I was like, ah, you know, I don't want to box myself in. You know, I want to be able to talk about whatever, whatever comes up with people. And, uh, you know, I'm not, you know it's, it's a fun hobby that I have. And I, and I need to enjoy it first before, you know, I, I worry about, you know, personally uh, what other people think. And, and, uh, and, and yeah, uh, yeah, drilling down on one thing I, I, I couldn't, I, I'd run out of, I'd run out of stuff and I'd get bored. Exactly. That's kind of, that's kind of why. I'd like to stay as varied as possible. That way, when it comes back to, like when I'm listening through the, the uh, audio to edit it, it's like, oh man, you, you remember the conversation. You're like, oh, then you get energized again mm-hmm. to go forward. So that's kind of, you want to keep the, you want to keep the uh, spice of life as varied as possible. Do you have a favorite episode or favorite interview or favorite topic that you've, that you've done over the... <laughs> the the time that you've had the podcast i knew this question would come at some point you can't always pick you can't pick your favorite child as mm-hmm. they say that's the uh political answer mm-hmm. do i have a favorite officially uh as a as a public relations statement no i don't have a favorite they're all <laughs> my favorite of course uh but unofficially off the record the conversation i had with tara uh from my creative series the first wave I think that was that was probably my favorite so far. 
uh, Dawn Bates, the one after that, was a, was a close second. We've actually there's another Dawn Bates conversation that I had that I have to edit down, but um, where we talked for six hours, mm. um, and we recorded we recorded all of it. So that that might be my favorite conversation so far overall. But out of what I've released, the one with Tara is probably my favorite. Tara is um, she has a she has her own uh, business at home where she uh, she makes forms. Um, but she also does a whole bunch of other stuff as well. But I got I connected with her because she has a creative business involving forms, things with paper. Uh, her her, her company's called Paperly People. So she just has a personality that's kind of straightforward and bossy, but it's not bossy in a way that's like I mean, obviously you'll you'll hear it when you when you take a listen, but she has a, a a certain bossy type of demeanor, but it doesn't come across as abrasive or you know something that you're just like oh, I don't I don't like the way she's talking to me you know I don't I don't like the way she's trying to boss me around like she's got a, a certain specific style to her that I I really connected with and mm. you know it's some of the things she said in her in her episode I felt were very interesting like the especially the ones like. Uh, it was later on in the episode where, she, but she mentioned that she doesn't like. She she mentioned that we both don't like each other, as um, host and guest, and it it kind of threw me at first. I was like, what, what do you mean that we don't like each other? At least in my head, it did. And she explained it as you know, it's it's like you're doing something for me, I'm doing something for you. Like if we if we talk to each other for longer periods of time, yeah, there may be some emotional connection, and you know. They may be like there, but just in this one-off interaction, you know, there isn't any like, like we just sort of, I guess it just taught me that we were just respecting each other's space at that time. Mm. And I, I, for some reason, that really resonated with me at that time. Mm. So that's, that's my favorite one so far. Hmm. I definitely have to check that one, that one out. So moving forward, uh, as we, come out of this crisis situation what do you think the world's going to look like what do you want the world to look like uh, are there any silver linings are there anything that we're realizing is bullshit that we don't need to do anymore and are you going to have uh, as much time to do the podcast to answer that last question first mm-hmm. i think i think i'll have a lot of time to do the podcast the question is will it always just be talking about COVID? will there be covid uh elements sprinkled throughout every episode that's that's the concern going forward i have a feeling that there are going to be some complications from this uh, that we're going to feel on a societal level a global level um and that's probably going to be the new normal going forward things like things like masks and uh ppe and you know mask gloves and and those visors Mm -hmm. i think those are going to be a, a consistent thing going forward and i'm sure it's going to get certain people up in arms uh there may be some conflicts over that i'm, I'm already seeing it in some of the news that i've seen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in uh i think it's in texas where the people that are working at the restaurants not all but some um they're telling their workers that they can't wear the masks and they're telling the customers that they they don't need to wear masks even though this thing isn't completely like wiped away yet. What do I want to see going forward? 
I would like to see our country do more from a standpoint where they help the individual versus helping the organizations or businesses or corporations. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd like to see that going forward. I'd like to see more preparedness uh, just in case, well, I have a strong feeling that there may be a round two to this, but let's just say that I would like to see more preparedness on a countrywide level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see this next wave or any other future waves bring the country together in a way where it feels like it's 50 combined as one versus it becoming a situation where we're all fending for self or each state has to go get their own. And then it becomes, you know, which state has more stockpiles of this and who's better prepared. Uh, I I don't want it to be a a competition in that regard going forward. I kind of like the open space though as well. Um, Due to the lack of people on the street, it's not as crowded Mm. that I kind of like that. Like I've, I've gotten used to it. I've kind of, I like the less, the lesser amount of noise in general, um, not too many, you know, cars roaring up and down the street, not too many people having loud, uh, noisy uh, conversations. There is as much noise pollution. So if there's a way that we can get a balance of keeping the streets somewhat less populated while still trying to push forward to get back to the, uh, something close to what we would call as normal, mm. uh, that's kind of where I'm hoping we sort of end up. Mm. I can dig it. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me, uh, a lot of people say like, oh, normal wasn't working. I'm like, well, hold on a second. It was. It was working for the people for whom it was made to work. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, true. that's true. Let's, uh, let's, we, let's we, were, we were operating on the skin of our teeth, though. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what this shows us is that we, we even as a society, we, as that we would call advanced we're we were all caught with our pants down mm. like all of us they're, they're like this is not a this isn't something we can just point at oh this is a third world country ha ha you guys you you guys are stuck let's come help you out everybody got caught so you know we yeah i'll just leave it at that everybody got caught right right on before we wrap up anything left unsaid either about the current situation or about your podcast or anything else that you'd like to talk about mm. Mm, nothing about the current situation i'd say uh just go listen to my podcast guys give it a shot the early stuff i talked about uh breakups and retail and you know some other stuff but give it a shot there's there's some uh there's some quality content in there i put i put some uh some time into editing and you know putting it all together if anything just you know give the creative stuff a listen you know hear how people go through their processes and, you know, create the things that they create and just, you know, give it a shot. If you like it, follow me on my social medias. Um, my, they're all at the link tree as well. Uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I have a Twitter page, but I think I have like three followers. It's not, it's not doing too well. It's, 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 it's looking like that plant that you might have to throw out and, and try. <laughs> my Twitter's the same. Yeah. I, I do a lot on Instagram and, and Facebook, but I'm not, I'm not, my Twitter presence needs work. Yeah. I understand. It's, it's another platform. 
I don't com- I don't communicate too much on there, so that's that's unfortunate. But yeah, just uh, you know, give myself a shot. Let me know what you think, and that's that. The from where I sit podcast, by the way. I was about to say for one more time, let's 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 say what it is. The yeah. from where I sit podcast, and yes. you want to give us the link tree. I'm gonna link it in the episode notes and that sort of thing. But if you you want to tell us the the link for people listening, okay. Yeah, everything's at Linktree, the L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash F-W-I-S-P-C. Okay, Christopher, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me about current situation, about your podcast. I hope folks listen to it uh, after hearing it on this episode. I know I'm going to go listen to it more. I really appreciate your time. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me. Okay, that was the conversation with me and Christopher. His From Where I Sit podcast, as well as his social media, can be found at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash F-W-I-S-P-C. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Go to BrianTalksToHumans.net for more info. Follow Brian Talks to Humans on Facebook and Pod on Instagram. Please subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. That would help me out. Okay, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Mm-hmm.